I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. As to be expected, Syracuse basketball takes care of business against Eastern Washington. They start 1-0, and Louisville comes to the Dome November 9th at 7 p.m. to face number 13 Syracuse football. I'm Sean. This is the Cuse Militia Podcast. Is that an orange in your pants, or are you just happy Cuse won? Make some noise, orange fans. It's time for the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Cuse Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Cuse Militia. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. All right, what's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it and hit that subscribe button, if you will. We appreciate it. Um, all right, Syracuse basketball has started. And yay. Yay, they're 1-0. Okay, like yep. we didn't know that was coming. Um, yeah. We'll give you the good and the bad of that game. We've also got uh, the um, preview for Moorhead State coming to the Dome on the 11th at 7 o'clock. And, of course, the day before that, uh, number 13th ranked Syracuse will host Louisville in the Dome. And that'll be a Friday night game at 7 o'clock, and we'll give you that. But first, as always, we've got to hear from the folks over at MyBookie. If you're looking for a, a betting website that has great online reviews, that has an easy-to-use mobile site, uh, MyBookie is the way to go. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay, they have in-game live betting over-unders on fantasy points scored in the most rewarding player perks in the business. They are cur- currently slammed with new bettors. And if you want to deposit after 7 p.m., they're willing to give you an extra $25 uh, on deposits over 100 if you use promo code QS25. You guys know the deal if you want. If you don't want to wait till after 7 o'clock during the weekdays to uh, use that promo code, you can always just get your deposit matched dollar for dollar without the extra 25 if you use promo code QS. So, my bookie, head there now, M-Y-B-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use those promo codes. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, so. yeah. Uh, before we get into anything, Tony got his Q's crate. Uh, Tony, I sent your Q's crate out this afternoon, buddy. Thanks for the review. Make sure we get those reviews in. And I'm running out of koozies. But here's the deal. I'm getting more. And <sighs> and in between then, in between no. then. Yes. And in between then, look, what I'm going to do is I've got that extra book 
Uh, Jim Beheim in Syracuse Basketball by Donald Staffo. It's not signed, but I've got an extra copy. And maybe we're going to do something with that. And no, I thought you were giving that to me. Oh, did I say that? Did I tell you that? <laughs> if I told no, you that, I'll get you one for a, Christmas. Not on the air, but you know. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll, fin- we'll, we'll figure something out with that. So, Tony, you got your cues Creek coming. Thanks for reviews. Keep them coming, please, at iTunes. Um, Syracuse football climbed to 13th in uh, the college playoff rankings. So uh, Huge, Tom. That, that's, that's pretty exciting. And... Um, Oh, I, I, I have decided to go to the Louisville game, so I will be there Friday night. I'm pretty excited about it. Got my tickets, and I uh, asked around to buddies and everything, and I couldn't get three in a row, so I had to buy some straight out from Dome Ticks at Ticketmaster, and they like to charge you like 12 bucks a ticket for your processing fees, which is insane, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Don't lay an egg. Yeah, well, I, I can't now, bro. It's planned. I'm no, going. I got, I, no. got, I got now a I house sitter it. and everything. So. Now I can say it. Yeah, now you can say it. That's true. Um, all right. So, oh, real quick, though. Um, senior uh, defensive back, Tyrone Perkins. Remember, he got injured when he mentioned this. I thought this was – he's still in the hospital in Winston-Salem, by the way. But oh. he got – big shout-out to Wake Forest coach Dave Clawson. Went and visited him in the hospital. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, that's, He's a class act, man. That's a that's a class act right there, and um, uh, he deserves a shout out for that. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, Syracuse start basketball one and zero, bringing Bayheim's home opener record to thirty nine and four. These are my views on the game here. I'm just going to go over real quick, and I would first say to accuse fans, enjoy Brissett because he is going to be entered into the NBA draft after this year. He's going to be good enough. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. We knew that last year. We've mentioned it, but it is just it's going to be etched in stone this year. 20 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. I thought the offense was a bit stagnant to start. Buddy Bayheim, he did great in exhibition games. Maybe had a little bit of um, nerves going on for the for the home opener in the regular season. Yeah. He was 1 for 11 and uh, in his de- debut. With three points, Tyus Battle was only three for ten for eight points. I thought Jalen Carey looked great, especially on defense. Six rebounds, yes. one steal. Uh, I like the way Chuku and Sadibi moved. I think that position is where we've struggled lately, and I like seeing two healthy centers in there with Chuku with a little bit more meat on his bones. I think he threw his weight around a little bit more aggressively than what we've seen in the past, for sure. Uh, right. eye. He um, he did his thing, man, hitting all three shots that he put up for seven points. Uh, yep. One thing I know will get fixed that was kind of awful is 15 for 28 on the free throws. Got uh, got to clean yeah. that up. 38.7 from the floor was not really impressive to me. Um, I'm not really that concerned about it. I kind of call that early season Syracuse basketball. Uh, and Joe, what do you think? What are your thoughts, buddy? Yeah, I think that they started out a little stagnant. Uh, Dome was a little empty first game. Uh, everyone's going to have a little bit jitters. I yeah. mean, even even Ty's battle, you know, he only shot three for ten. So, I mean, there's not going to be too many games where Elijah Hughes and, and Ty's battle combined only go like five for eighteen. Um, Buddy Beheim one for eleven. That's just that's just not going to happen. Uh, but everything that you just mentioned about kind of and even. Coach Beheim talked about how he wasn't really impressed with the offense. We still didn't put up a big number, but with the defense and with the way that we played, uh, still ended up winning by 32 points. So 
again, there's going to be things that are fixed. It should have been more just based upon free throws. Um, won the, we won the turnover battle. Uh, and I mean, when we get to the line that early, especially in the second half and we were in the bonus like, so early, like you just got to be able to take advantage of that kind of yeah. stuff. But again, it's the really first bad. game, first game. Um, and obviously Ty's battle is not going to be the starting point guard every year or every game. And, uh, it's kind of a weird lineup and you're still trying to get a feel for the people out there. Um, all shapers that is absolutely, uh, men amongst boys. And I think everyone else is going to start falling in line. Um, and again, Jalen Carey to me again, like you said, he impressed me. He was moving. He was all over the place. He got a couple steals and, uh, six Just rebounds. You could yeah. tell that as a guard, which is something that Jim Beheim likes to talk about, especially when we start getting out rebounded and how we give up a lot of offensive rebounds in the zone to have a guard that's so um, makes such a point to to go in and get the rebounds and stuff is kind of it's kind of big. So Jalen Carey's earning his minutes, and um, we're going to see a lot of him this year. So I, I was overall um, happy what I with what I saw, understanding the situation and the fact that our offense didn't have to be that good. Uh, to win this game, holding the team 34 points. I don't even know how many they had, what a half, like what? 10. Yeah. So Ten. never going to be upset about that. Um, Frank Howard's not even playing yet, you know, and this is the first time that Jalen Carey's played in a game since that scrimmage. So yeah, and Howard, Howard Washington played and he's coming back from that injury. So still a lot of new pieces, some working parts, trying to get people healthy. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't look too much into it. Uh, again, I'm not worried. I think the, the the main number to look at is the 10 points that we held them to in the first half. And, you know, with all that offensive um, deficiencies, this game still winning by 32 points could have been a lot worse. So, yeah, I will um, note on what you're saying. The, the 34 points that were scored by Eastern Washington are the fewest recorded in the carrier dorm, a carrier dome by an orange opponent. So, yeah, that's pretty. I mean, you know, you made just made history there. They they shot twenty two percent Eastern Washington. This is just yeah. it was just awful. And Syracuse scored. You mentioned the turnovers. They scored thirty three points off of their nineteen turnovers, and I think they scored eight points off of ten of ours. Ten still yeah. too many for me against a yeah. team like that, in my opinion. Um, well, I mean, can't get it twisted. This team is still going to be predicated on defense. That's what got us to the Sweet Sixteen last year. We have all those guys back. We have more depth. So we're going to be able to press a little bit more, which, you know, we're going to force teams to take more time to get the ball over the floor, which then in turn, they have less time to move the ball around for our two, three zone. And it's just going to help overall with numbers. So um, that's really where I'm looking at, you know, the offense, that's going to get better when you have new pieces and you have um, more shots to go around, you know, people are playing less minutes and stuff like that. Uh, That's something that's got to be worked out just over repetition and playing with each other. But uh, I'm more or less looking at the defense right now and how, I mean, it's still going to be an, uh, a team predicated on defensive end. And don't, it's not really going to matter who scores. He's You're still going to have to play defense. So Right. I think, yeah. I mean, defense is going to get us, is going to be, I mean, that's that's the focus point. That's the Jim Beheim staple is the defense. Right. But, but and this- last year... We didn't have the depth. Go ahead. We didn't. We didn't have the depth, but it, it also comparing this year to last year, we. I feel like my expectations on being able to put up points is 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 higher. 
Yes. I, I feel like this team should be putting up more than 66 points against the Eastern Washington team. I mean, right. you, you look at just look at or uh, just look around the league real quick. I mean, you've got um, Duke. Duke put up 118 on Kentucky. On no, Kentucky. Right. I know. I don't get it twisted. They're not going to be able to put uh, Gonzaga up put up 120. Us, but... I know. I know. It's, we're, defense aside, because we know that that's not going to happen right. with our defense. Right. But Gonzaga put up 120. Um, you know, in North Carolina, they put up 78. They, that was a close game with Wolford. So yeah. six, they scored 67 on Villanova, put up 100. Auburn put up 101. These are all ranked teams. Oregon, 84. Right. To our 66, it was like the worst besides Michigan, which was 63. But they right. played Norfolk State. I mean, come on, Michigan. Yeah. Norfolk State. Uh, I mean, I, I get it, but you have to look at the fact like it was just overall it's it's a new thing. You know what I mean? It's just I know. It's, and it's always like that, isn't it, Joe? Isn't it doesn't it just It's take, always like that, especially yeah. with Syracuse, like I said. I mean, a lot of it is the defense and the fact that if you got teams that run up and down, up and down, then that's one thing. Eastern Washington's sitting there passing around trying to find a shot. Right, to the end true. of the shot clock. Right. So yeah. there's less possessions. Then yeah. you throw in the fact that there's 13 missed free throws. Right. And then we go three of 17 from three. Like that's not going to happen every game. 20, I mean, 38.7% from the field. Like that's not going to happen every no, game. So if we end up hitting the averages of what we're eventually going to be able to do, then you're looking at a team that just scored probably mid to high eighties. So yeah, you know, if, Which, if, that game, been, if that game was eighty-eight to thirty-four, then that'd look a lot better, right? Right, so, absolutely. We wouldn't even be talking about it. But sixty-six. And a lot of thing of this is the flow of the game. Kentucky sure. and Duke. Did you watch that? That was up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, it was a lot of. I mean, it was, was fast-paced. Right. We 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 Syracuse is their nature of their defense and their just their play in general is to this slows the game down. Oh, and yeah. It gives and them an edge when they're it. off. And again, sucks. we yeah. pressed the whole game. Yeah, we which, didn't have the oh, depth flash. What do you think year. about that? I, en- I enjoy watching the press. The well, that's game. what I mean about the depth is yeah. so even if you're not playing it aggressively, but you're just making somebody pass the ball inefficiently, get the ball up the court A lot without of mistakes. Yeah. Well, not even so. I mean, it's going to open up the thing for turnovers. But again, you're taking eight to 10 seconds off the shot clock before they even get down and get set. True. Now, you have your two, three zone set, and now you have to figure out, pass it around. And I mean, how many times when people just get down there real quick, they have the full shot clock. Now take away eight seconds from that, and that makes a difference. Yeah, now you're pressed so, to get up a decent shot. So Right, and that's something we can do. I mean, how many times last year did we press and you see us go on a run, and we're like, oh, well, how come we didn't do that more? Well, it's a, it's effective, it's it's efficient, but with our depth, we, we can't run those players you know, ragged like that. This year, we, we have the like, depth right. to do that. Right. I was talking about last year. Right. Yeah. This year, we have the depth to do that. Absolutely. Because it takes a little bit more energy, obviously. So. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot more energy. But again, when you can sub guys out and sub them in and out like hockey lines like last night. Uh, <laughs> then that was awesome, wasn't it? Right. So when you have that option, that just makes it that much better for your defense. Uh, it takes a lot more. It takes a little bit of time off of the shot clock. And, um, you know, it's just going to help us be more efficient on defense. So that's that's really what I'm looking for. Um, our defense is going to kind of ride this wave early on while Ty's battle starting at point guard. Frank Howard's getting healthy, and all these other guys are trying to figure it out, you know? Right, and uh, just uh, there's no update on Frank Howard, by the way. So just look for him to maybe be out even during uh, Moorhead State and just, just let him recover, I guess, probably playing that one safe. Oh, you got um, to. Yeah. See, I mean, he doesn't got another year, so... Right, exactly. Um, 
And by the way, just just for the stat view of it, um, we uh, Syracuse outscored Eastern Washington uh, thirty-eight to twelve in the paint, which. I know it's just Eastern Washington, but that's expected. I think yeah. the tallest guy was six eight, six <laughs> yeah. nine. No, I know, but um, all right. Any any final thoughts on the uh, the basketball game? Uh, no, I think you just gotta, like I said, put it in perspective. Gotta, it's yeah, first you game. put it in perspective and look at this first game. Yeah, look at the low defense. Scoring, Buddy sure. Beheim's not going to shoot one for eleven. Those guys aren't going to uh-huh. shoot like that. Uh, you just want to get the win and just kind of take the positives for what it are. And, and you saw that. We still, I mean, we have a dominant defense that's going to help us out. Like I said, Duke looked good. They're not going to score 118 against our 2-3, especially with a bunch of freshmen that never seen it before. So, Right, and it could be, that's a whole other ball game. It's not like, saying we're going to beat them. I no, think we're well, impressive. Did, I'm just saying. Did, did, did they exceed the hype, Duke? For the first game, considering who they played against, yeah. But yeah. again, that's most, I mean, when you look at it, especially with Duke's recruiting class this year and then, with usually what Kentucky has, I mean, you just got a bunch of young guys out there playing the first game of the season, just going up and down. Yeah, it's um, like an NBA game. Yeah, so they're Duke's gonna they're gonna have their little issues, and so are Kentucky, and right, they'll be fun, they'll be fine. <laughs> All right, well, we'll end we'll end Syracuse basketball um, against Eastern Washington with the poll I put out, which was. Uh, any early concerns for Syracuse basketball? I think we addressed them all, and I think, Joe, you and I agree. I think we agree that some of it was really bad. Shooting percentage, the free throws, and some of the offense in general was just not up up to par. But I believe it's going to get fixed. First game? Yeah. Okay. Um, you so, got to take a game-by-game, game, dude. And at the right. end of the day, we won by 32. We didn't need to shoot a good percentage to right. beat that team. True. W's a W. Yeah, exactly. Uh, On any- to the next one. Any early concerns for Syracuse basketball? With 11% out of 179 votes, 11% chose free throws. Uh, Next up was 24% at Where's Tyus. Uh, 25% uh, were concerned with 38.7 from the floor. And uh, 40% sided with us. No, they'll get it fixed. So, yeah. Yeah. That's about um, right. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think that's fair. And you know, we're kind of as Syracuse fans, I feel like we're there that we're really used to kind of get, being a little frustrated uh, yeah. and not watching everything fall on offense. Like we said. Sure. Um, so, all right. Well, let's let's go and let's go ahead and give some stuff away. If you can, if you go to, if you listen on iTunes, okay, I'll get it out eventually. If you listen on iTunes. You can go there. You can give us a five-star rating. And if you give us a written review and I read it on the air, then that means you get a Q's crate sent to your house, okay? Get you know some goodies in there, a couple koozies and whatnot. But anyway, that's all you got to do. It's simple. It takes you five seconds. And I know how many of you listen on iTunes because I get the data. So get after it. Too easy. Yeah, it's too easy. So this one from LSG Ethan. Uh Five stars. Go Cuse. This is the best Cuse sports podcast I've ever listened to. Sean and Joe are legit. Did you know that, Joe? You're legit? What? I don't know about that. Um, but see how easy that is? Nice and simple. <laughs> I like it. Um, we get a lot of really good ones, and I see some of them still in there that I haven't talked about yet. But don't worry. I will call your number. No worries. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, let's do... Let's let's do the Moorhead State game, Joe. Are you prepared for that? 
Uh, yeah, a little bit more prepared. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the, the, the Moorhead State Eagles preview is brought to you by J.P. Mulligan's 202 West Genesee Street in Fayetteville. Trivia Tuesdays, okay? And they've got um, they've got the Monday through Friday happy hours, four to six. Of course, you can get the wings, and of course, nice. of course, during basketball and football games, you go there, stool up, okay? Grab some wings, grab some beers, hang out with good people. Lots of Syracuse fans in there. Yep. And yep. you can uh, enjoy yourself during the game. Take a lift there. Take an Uber there. You know? What the yeah. hell? You know? That stuff's cheap, by the way. So, yeah. um, all right, Cheaper Joe. Cheaper than a DWI. That's for damn sure. Uh, Moorhead State Eagles. So, some more Eagles coming to the Dome, November 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, Joe, who are they? Who are the Moorhead Eagles? Moorhead State Eagles? And uh, State. will the Orange make shots against them? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to see a turnaround. Moorhead State, uh, they're out of the Ohio, Ohio Valley Conference. Um, they have a second-year coach. Uh, last year was pretty rough for them. Uh, they finished 8-21 and 21 and 4-14 and 14 in Ohio Valley Conference play. They didn't even qualify for the Ohio Valley Conference tournament, so they didn't even really get a shot to even try to get in. So this is one of the um, more you know bottom-of-the-barrel type teams that uh, – we're probably going to see this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they returned six starters though. Uh, he's trying to get his guys again. Like we talked about this, the coach for Eastern Washington, trying to get his guys, trying to restart a program, trying to kind of make a name for himself. Um, but I just, I don't see it, man. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those, one of those things, you know, I, I mean, they're all from the Ohio Valley, but you, I just read off their, their, their schedule from last year, and, and it's just like, uh, I just don't know if. I mean, eight and twenty-one is rough, dude. And Ohio Valley Conference really isn't a great conference. So, um, again, it's not even. They just won the first game. I think it was against like Kentucky Christian. I think they won like one hundred and two to eighty-two. But again, I mean, that's not even a D one team. So it's just kind of one of those. It counts, but a warm-up game. Usually, like you know, a D one AA school in football playing against us, but uh, I mean, we really don't have too much to worry about so far. I looked at on Ken Palm, and they have uh, they have them ranked two hundred and six. They have them ranked farther than what uh, Eastern Washington was. So, again, I think this is going to be a tune up game to kind of tune stuff up. I'd look for them to definitely shoot a little bit more uh, efficient and probably what they're going to be working on. So um, I'd look for a more similar game, especially defensively, but um, offensively, I'd definitely, if I had to put money on it, I'd say it's going to be more efficient. We'll probably beat this team uh, more, more or worse than we did Eastern Washington. Okay. I mean, that's all I got. It's only one game in, you know? Yeah, I know. It's tough. And it's like, uh, you know, what are you going to really talk about or stuff? Really right. compare well, speaking to of that, are you going season. to the Morehead State game? Or are you going to try to swing I that? Was or? Going, I, it's up to my mom, man. I got to hang out with my mom. And if she wants to hang out at the game, then that's what we'll do. No, uh, don't lay an egg, Sean. <laughs> I, hey, I did not say I was going to be there. I would love nothing more in my son, my oldest. He is like, I've got to have him work his mom over on that. So and maybe right. I can have him work his grandma over on that. So... He, I'm relying on 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 Dylan to uh, to get this done for us, so we can do the double. And uh, I don't know, man. He's pretty persuasive. I think he can handle it. <laughs> I know. He, he probably can. We'll have to see. If I can get my mom out of the house to watch a Syracuse game instead of going to like, 
who knows, the caboose in the village of East Syracuse. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I've done something. So Yeah. Hey, um, everyone should be able to every once in a while enjoy that. It's probably been ages since she's been there. So Yeah, absolutely. So all right, well if hey, you're hearing grandma, go. Yeah, right. She hey, she listens. She was our first listener. Um so Joe. It is time. I feel like whenever we do this, it feels like it's been forever, but it's actually only been a week. So it's what? T- it's time for Joe's my bookie pick, and of course, oh, Joe's no. my bookie pick is brought to us by my bookie. And you know the deal. If you do, if you want to deposit after seven p.m., use promo code QS twenty five. They will add twenty five dollars to any deposit over a hundred bucks. And if you don't want to do that, you can deposit uh, anytime before then using promo code QS, and they'll match you dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. Joe, the Syracuse Orange are seven and two, bro. You're seven and two in your my bookie picks, and no. I have the line. Yes, you are right. No, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, scared me. I thought I was wrong. Um, I do have the line, and they're giving Louisville twenty-one and a half. So, Joe is is um, is Syracuse going to be able to clear twenty-one and a half, or what? What are you going to What are you going to do here? That's a That's a large spread. Oh yeah, that's a real large spread, Sean. Uh, and you know, with all these other teams, especially you know Pittsburgh, North Carolina, some of these you know bottom feeder type teams that have been out there. Actually, Pittsburgh's actually went on a run since they beat us. But um, Louisville is just not the team that they've been with Lamar Jackson. You can definitely tell. Uh, and honestly, uh, if this was any other game, then you know if this is the fourth game, home game, or uh, you know, the North Carolina, you know, something like that. I don't even think that they were favored that much by North against North Carolina. But, but right favored? now, Lu- they were favored against North Carolina. Syracuse. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Syracuse. Yeah. No, it's Syracuse, um, yeah. it was like 10 or 11 points, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. So uh, they um, Louisville right now, actually, after last year, after last week, after they played against Clemson and we played against Wake Forest. They actually swap with Wake Forest. This is two straight weeks in a row that we're going to be playing against the worst defense in the ACC. And um, <laughs> we'll go over that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, we will. But uh, my biggest thing is is that it's Dungey's last home game, and they've been embarrassed by Louisville the past two years, especially. And I think that this is going to be way more than. I mean, I think this is going to be a statement game to to the country, to the fans. To, to, to everybody. Um, they saw the college football ranking, and I, I really think that they're going out there with, with the mindset of just blowing this team out and sending the seniors off the way they're supposed to and showing the rest of the country why they're ranked 13th. And, um, yeah, so that's why I'm taking Syracuse. You're, with- you're, you're picking Syracuse to clear yeah. 21 and a half. Holy, I am. Holy cow. Okay. So you, I am. The, all right. Hey, dude, I'm not arguing like with I you, said, bro. Like I said, it's Dungy's last home game. I know. That, He's that defi- dome is going to be rocking. It's yes, going to be loud. Yes. In the last oh. I checked, last I checked, uh, gang, the um, there was plenty of tickets left. And I'm not telling everybody to go out and, you know, you got to go get tickets. I'm just saying, if you're not doing anything on Friday night, you can take a lift there. They have a deal there with the if – you, if you use lift and there's a promo code – I should have it handy, and I might actually be able to do it. I think you get some money off of your. Yeah, um, well, there's a bunch of packages of out there. I saw a couple different things where they're selling twenty dollars tickets. Um, yeah, there I was think that. that there's going to be probably a late walk so, up yeah, type. 
If you, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, jokes. I just got no. Go ahead. If you, if you, new users can also use the code GoQs to earn up to five dollars in ride credit for the first four rides. So you could actually go to both games this weekend, there and back, there and back, and get five dollars off each ride. That's a yes. that's big time. Oh yeah. That's big time because it's not even that expensive to begin with. So. Oh, and it's not even that. Yeah, I mean, if you live in a place like Eastwood or something, I mean, that's easy money. Yeah, sure. So, all right. Well, look, this is how it looks on paper. Um, the Orange will face Louisville. Uh, they are two and seven and zero and six in the ACC. Man, uh, seven o'clock on Friday, November 9th. The game will be on ESPN two. It's at the Carrier Dome, obviously. Uh, look, Louisville just got absolutely slaughtered by number two Clemson this past weekend, mm-hmm. 77 to 16, and that is just pitiful. So <laughs> I think Clemson had 12 rushers altogether in that game for 492 yards, right. um, and they averaged 13.3 yards a carry, and they totaled five touchdowns on the ground. So uh, this is how it looks on paper. The Syracuse 15th-ranked offense versus the Louisville 115th-ranked defense. Syracuse's 15th-ranked offense is putting up 478 yards a game to Louisville's defense, allowing 462. Now, I know we did this last week, and they actually covered um, pretty good last week, uh, Wake Forest did. And, you know, but, I mean, this is – I think Louisville is the worst team. I think that they're they're actually – their defense is actually on paper is better, but I don't know, man. They just got shredded last week, and uh, Syracuse defense, you know, they ranked 98th. So against, but here's the difference: this week they're playing the 112th ranked offense in yeah. Louisville, and their offense yes. stinks. So, right, and let's not we can you know it doesn't really matter. I mean, your defense can be ranked again, like we talk about all the time. Your defense can be ranked bad if it's if it's based upon yardage, Yard, right? Sure, yeah, exactly, right. But then when you put into effect their third down defense, it's the worst you put in the nation, a, and you their, what their third down conversion percentage, they allow fifty point eight percent. It's the worst in the nation. No, I'm talking about Syracuse. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, theirs is one of the best. <laughs> They're fourth. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You said Syracuse's defense is 98th, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, so well, it's but it's based but it's based upon yardage. Sure. But when you look at our third down defense and you look at our uh, our ratio, our turnover ratio, then that it it tells you a different story. You know, that's a story that not just yards a lot is going to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's absolutely. the whole Ben. It's the whole Ben and break mentality that we talk about in the timely defense, and that's what we've done all season. And we, so, at the end of games too, when we've needed it. Shoot, the, the interception at the end of the Wake Forest game. Yeah. That still would have kept a minute. So at the end of the day, I mean, those are kind of skewed numbers. And honestly, being seven and two with a 98, you know, I mean, that kind of tells you the story. Now, Wake Forest was still a team that was still um, kind of a, a little bit of a high and um, from the week before. And they still had a chance to make a bowl. They still have something to play for right now. Louisville, I don't they can't make a bowl even if they went out. This is probably oh, going to yeah, be a team done. that's going to be disheartened, especially after this loss. Who knows what kind of injuries they had? Um, and I mean, you're looking at a team when I, I mean, even when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at like their rushing, their rushing leader is 50 carries for 263 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, they only average 110, 112 yards a game 
I mean, their leading rusher only has 263 yards. They're nine games in. Yeah, that's pretty their, sad. Their quarterback has 10 interceptions to seven touchdowns. Now, yeah. their leading receiver is 29 catches, 436 yards, and a touchdown. So, uh, I mean, Jalen Smith is definitely a good player. And I remember last year with Lamar Jackson, he was a good player. So they still have some guys, but I don't think they have the guys. I don't think they have the offensive line. I don't think they have. I mean, it's with the way with. Oh man, I'm so jealous of you. The fact that you're going to be there, and oh, I wish I'm, you were going to be there with and, me, buddy. And that's uh, and that's what better. just upsets me about the fact that even if there's going to be an empty seat, like anybody, I mean, I would die to be to live an hour away from that place and be able to go to that game, and I can't. So, just, Joe's out of vacation time, folks. He's he, uh, he was trying to noodle uh, it out. Look, I don't want look. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> So, so my whole thing is, is that I just think it's going to be a special night. I think, um, for most, I mean, people, as far as like me and my age, maybe your age group for our adult life, this is the most, this is the best season that we've seen in, in, in Syracuse football and, um, the ride's not over. And I would just love to be able to be a part of that and to be able to be there and be six and oh, and stay there the whole night and just watch them just trounce Louisville and be able to call out the seniors, Eric Dungy, Chris Slayton, watch them do their, their last lap as seniors and, and be able to just start a new tradition. Yeah, you know, the senior you see walk these, is, is Babers is calling it the senior yeah, walk. Right. But you see all these big, you see these big schools that, uh, that actually have a football school and they're known to, they're expected to win. You know, there's some type of expectation, you know, the fans and, and everything, like they always have a tradition. You always see something at the end of the game where they're doing this, they're singing the alma mater they They always have something. Yeah, and and it's time it's time to start that. It's time to start that. Yeah, this, well, he wants this to Friday, start it, man. man. This yeah. Friday, this Friday, and just, hey, they're pumped, gonna, they, the players are going to. I can't. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pumped. You're pumped. I can tell. Yeah. The players are going to go to the locker room, come back out. They're going to walk around the field one last time at the Carrier Dome, um, and it's going to be special. And oh yeah, you know, I'm on an Eric Dungy chant. Yeah, well, you might get one. I'm gonna stay uh, for it. I'm gonna stay for it because um, my son's a big Eric Dungy fan, and he's he's really started to get into football. And it's been Eric Dungy's years. You know, he's only 11, so for right. him to sit there and watch, he knows Eric Dungy, and then that's about I mean, that's it. Pretty much Marvin Syracuse Graves for us. Exactly, exactly. So um, he's excited, and it's gonna be it's gonna be spectacular. Like I said, um, Louisville sucks. They stink. I don't think there's a chance in hell they even give us a game. I think it's going to be fired up. And I don't usually say that because I don't want to be wrong. But uh, I just don't see it being that close. No. I don't know. The about way that your... we've been playing at home and the fuck, the atmosphere that's going to be. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's going to be nasty. Dude, I just don't. Like I said, that's why that's why I'm taking the 21 and a half. I would never take that. I know. That's crazy. But I, oh. I was wondering. And like I said, and like what Babers has been talking about all week. And at his press conference, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it before, but he got asked about, you know, how do you keep the players on, you know, focused with Louisville and, and not looking ahead in Notre Dame. And he said that was easy. He said he went to the locker room and asked how many people have beaten Louisville since they've been there. They haven't. Nobody has. Nobody. They've been, post- they've been, post- they've been posting the box scores, the scores from the last two years, the way we've been embarrassed. You know, yes. I mean, yeah. I know everybody got. One time we got hurdled. That's what I was just I was going to say. How many times did you see that on ESPN where Lamar yeah. Jackson goes and hurdles Cordell it's a, Hudson? It's a GIF. It's, like, it's a GIF. Yep. 
damn sure is. <laughs> so I mean, so, <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's. I mean, that's motivation right there, you know. And and to to do it in front of your home crowd, it's a big recruiting weekend. So uh, I mean, this is this is big all around for the fans, for the recruits, for the pro- for the program overall for football and. Um, God, I just, I just wish that there was. I, w- I hope it gets sold out. I, I pray, I pray I, it gets hope, sold out, man. I, I hope it does too. And um, I'll be there because you have so many people like me around the country that would love to be in your position or anybody who lives in Syracuse's position. So you're gonna have to work social media for me if I'm gonna be there. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to, to work social media. Are you gonna be able to handle that? That means you have to do more than just retweet stuff. Are you gonna be able to handle that? Oh, good night. <laughs> I tell Joe work social media. He takes the easy way out. He just goes through and retweets stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to give other people props. Okay, it's like you know, there's, oh my there's God. important stuff out there. So uh, no, there is. You, know, you retweet. Great, some good you're gonna stuff. make me. You're gonna make me have to take a Twitter one on one class before this game. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, because there's got to be a YouTube video on there. Right? There, there's got to be. There's got to be because I'll tell you what, I was horrible, and I get a little bit of help. So. Um, you know, I like to, to do the video stuff because it's just easier. I just throw a couple of things out here and there. But yeah, say brilliant stuff, Joe. That's what you got to do. Say brilliant stuff. No, no pressure. Um, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. So that's it. Um, I'd like to thank everybody that participated in the poll. Of course, JP Mulligans. Of course, my bookie. Um, oh, one thing real quick. James, Hud- James Hudson. Did you hear about this before I quit, Joe? No, no. Uh, six five. I think he's like three hundred and ten pounds. Offensive tackle, James Hudson. He's a redshirt oh, tra- freshman. Transfer. Yeah, yep. he's going to be visiting. He's from Michigan. Uh, redshirt freshman. He's looking to transfer, and he'll be visiting Syracuse this weekend. Yes. So like four I star said, big recruiting red, weekend. Yeah, four star redshirt freshman. So get we're gonna, out there. We're gonna make some noise. Everybody, get out there again. Thanks, JP JP Mulligans. Everybody took the poll. Uh, my boogie, James on guitar, uh, Tony for your review, and whoever else was Ethan. Whoever else put that review in today. Thank you. So that's it, man. For Joe, yeah, dude. I'm Sean. We're gonna try to get back Sunday. For get out there. For, Get out there and go to the damn game. It's the last football game of the season. We're not going to ask you for a whole other year. Right, exactly. That's true. What Joe just said is true. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? 
The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 